It's Young Seppi, baby. Welcome to the fucking mix table. Let's mix it up. Okay, let's get into it. They know I'm about to go dumb. They say I'm going stupid. I'm kind of like Cupid as I hit them through the heart. They know I'm about to go. I'm like a predator, a shark. Pull the heart. They pull the strings. I do the things. They know I come through when I go and cause a scene. I'm like a fiend when I go and spit it dope. I'm about to pass it to you like I'm handing off the smoke. Pass the joint and it's all smoke. And you know it's, it's coming straight up off the throat. And you know I'm coming straight up off the dome. Cause your girl gave me head in her riverbed. Swimming in her waters deep in the trenches. And I got the tool on me keeping all the wrenches. And you know we got the bitches with me all the winches. Yeah. Had to pass the mic over to young Seppi with it. Shit. <laughs> what the fuck I'm gonna talk about? Every word out of my mouth that makes them fucking shout. <laughs> I wasn't ready, but we're going Off the top, I'm fucking flowing I'm not worried about shit, I'm not tiptoeing Oh shit, I gotta get going Back to you, Tyrone Okay, he wasn't ready to rap I think you can tell by the things he's spitting his facts So, it's like that when we get on the track I gotta go and just pull up like I'm in the lack In the back, just riding See them boys vibing They see the way I get on this beat The way I'm riding like I'm sliding Like I had to take it down They see I'm the king of this Go ahead to give me the crown So hit the sound That's how it goes Don't really know So tell them how you flow how I flow, off the dome, off the top, that's how I go, had to roll, still trying to smoke, I'm too dope, get and go, pick and roll, here's your chance, throw it back, go again. Off the dome, coming in your home, I wipe my shoes off the couch, I don't give a fuck, god damn it, I'm rapping like Okay, 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 uh, so what we do, so what we do, what we do when we come through, we keep it sick like the flu, no chicken pox, they know I'm going in like I'm investing stocks, so check your clock, they know that it's the time, they see I flip words like I had to spend a dime, I chime they bells, then I set sail, if you testing me, they know I never fail. Broke out of jail, never posted bail, got the bars. They thinking it's easy, but I make it hard. Opposite of soft, I had to pay the cost. Niggas know I gotta be it like the boss. Uh, not one to Josh like I'm Drake. I only need one take. So, what they say, so what they saying. We bout to go and then the beat and what they playing. Okay, okay, okay. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> beautiful, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing? My name is Tyrone McClendon, and you are now tuned in to the first episode of the Mixed Table. I am your host, Tyrone McClendon, and I am joined by my co-host, my producer, Mr. Young Seppi. Glad to be here. Happy to be here. And our first guest here today is Mr. Jim and I himself, Mr. Jonathan Riley. How are you doing, sir? One and only. I'm doing good, bro. You know, this is my first podcast like ever, so this is crazy. Oh, well, you know, we're all about firsts around here. So, um, 
yeah man like i said you are our, our, our inaugural guest to, to the mix table and what we do and and already straight out the gate you've already like broken things <laughs> but it's like it's great i yeah, you know you could because originally i was like okay it's just gonna be me and you and then you threw it right to him and then he had to i had no choice but to jump in. he had no choice but to jump in but you know what yeah. you gotta jump in to swim and it's great it's that's great sets all the expectations for the first episode so like i said ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining this uh I guess a quick explanation of what this is. I mean, you've already seen there's there's the freestyles mm-hmm. and then, you know, we complement that with the nice, calm interview conversation thing. So that, that's that's kind of how we're doing it here. So, John, as our first guest, man, I'm, I'm really, really excited to have you here. So Appreciate you, man. Thank you. first things first, I mean, I know I've said a lot, but introduce yourself to the people. Tell them a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do. Oh, man. Uh, hey, how you doing? Everybody doing? Uh, I don't know if y'all remember me from high school or not, but if not, <laughs> how y'all doing? I'm Jonathan Riley. Uh, also go by Gemini. I'm an artist, producer, writer, rapper, uh, pseudo engineer. And, um, you know, go to Georgia State right now. I'm in marketing. And, uh, yeah, fuck school. Fuck financial aid. Uh, fuck Trump. Mm-hmm. Fuck this Kobe shit. Yeah. I'm ready to go outside. I'm tired of wearing masks. It's hot. Mm. And, uh... Yeah, man. Life's, life's been crazy. It's been up, down, everywhere. It it's been, all good. It's been a turbulent 18 months. But, uh, <sighs> okay. But, but we're coming out the other side. We are coming out the other side greater. Um, we're oh. busting out the cocoon today. Okay. So all right. th- all right. thank all you right. for being part of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So, John, I, I wanted to learn a little bit more about, you know, who you are and what it is that you do creatively because, you know, obviously, we, as you've mentioned, <laughs> You went to high school with us, so I've known you for a while. Um, we first met uh, in film class, yeah. actually, yeah. Uh, and we were talking beforehand that we didn't even really appreciate what we were doing in there until after we got out of that class. Yeah, but also he was kind of a dick, so yeah. it, it made it hard too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can sign the you know that happens, but I feel like that's the natural progression of things just in life. You never really appreciate what it is until after you can up actually apply it somewhere or just look back at it just like huh that was cool yeah yeah yeah. so yeah we we went to high school together and then after high school you know life just took its course we went our own ways and you know i did my thing and here i am now but i'm I'm interested to know in that interim what 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 what's been going on with you because obviously i've seen you've gotten into music yeah um well more into music like because i met you in the drum line oh well yes i'm excluding that you know there's somebody else here who has a relationship with you as well so I mean, it, so I know. I guess we talked about this earlier. Like, obviously, right now we're we're freestyling, but like, when you're working on your music, the stuff that you put out, yeah, what's your process like? I have to imagine the drumline has kind of factored into your production. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, how do you write? How do you write your songs? Are those? Is it organic? Do you sit down with a pen and paper? Is it a mix? Like, talk to me about it's, Gemini. It's so. It's unorthodox. Like, okay, first let me start from the beginning. So, I started making music back in high school, like junior year. Like, actually, this was like right after I joined marching band, because uh-huh. that's when I was around AJ Moore. Like, I've known AJ since freshman year, and he was always rapping in the, in the, the band room or whatever. And that's funny because he's coming on Friday to record one of these. Facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I I've been around him for a long time, and he was rapping. And then, uh, you know, junior year rolls around. And I pick up producing because I was just like, that shit's cool. Because I think 2015, what dropped? 
I don't even remember. I feel like it was some Kid Cudi shit, but I could be wrong. But anyway, some shit dropped, and I was just like in the beat switches because I, I just thought that was cool as hell. Like either like the beat was like chopped and it was like all slow, or it was just a completely different beat switch. Like I was just like that shit's cool, so I wanted to start doing that. And then I was making beats, you know, by myself, just kind of like fucking around on FL and stuff. And then uh, you know AJ was rapping, and I gave him a beat, and that was the first time somebody rapped on a beat, so I was like, man, that was cool. Kept going with it because I was like, that, you know, this has seemed like something I picked up kind of quick, and um, I just been going with it since. And then uh, fast forward to freshman year in college, you know, still making beats and stuff. Had uh, Coley, who I was trying to connect you with. Yeah. Um, he hit me up for some beats because we was just smoking one day, and he was just like, "Yo, uh, I was on your SoundCloud a couple of, um, a couple of days ago, saw some beats. What you doing with this one?" I was just like, "It's just up there. Like, if you want it, you have it." Like. It's, like at that point I wasn't even considering like selling beats or like even making a business from it. It was literally just like, hey, you want it? Like, fuck it, you got it, like you know. And then uh he ended up rapping on it and it's gonna end up on uh Coley the mixtape. Shout out to my boy Coley Xavier. Um y'all check him out when y'all get the chance. But uh what was there like a was there ever a transition in how the process of things went when it was okay, I'm doing this for fun versus this is something somebody's paying for? Oh yeah, um, I want to say like I had, like that summer going into sophomore year. Well, I'm gonna be honest, I fucked around in school, so repeating freshman year, but sophomore year, quote unquote. Um, like that summer, I was at home. I had just transferred from the downtown campus to the Decatur campus near my house at the time, and uh, I was telling my brother about it, and he was just like, "I always wanted to do this shit." And I was like, "Okay, all right, fuck it, let's do it." So. It just got to a point where it's just like I just had to sit down, and just make beats every day, and like just keep pushing the envelope, keep trying shit, like experimenting and all that jazz. And like it got to a point where he was like working on his project, and then we made the the beat together for uh, Smash Bros. And I wrote that verse in like five minutes, and that was probably one of the funnest verses. I like that's still probably one of my favorite verses like now. Just because of how effortless it was And it was just fun as hell And then at that point I was It kind of solidified like You know what Maybe I could do this Like Full time Like this is what I could do Like want to do You know So uh, I'd probably say like around then That's why I kind of took it more seriously And Started looking outwards At like other people Just like What What sounds are around me What people are like What are people saying What are people listening to You know But also like Looking at what I listen to Is just like you know, I want to make music for myself, like, right? Because at the end of the day, that's what that's what it was for. Like, it was, it was just for me to listen to. Like, I just thought it was cool. So, you know, when making music, okay. Oh, yeah, well, that's like I realized when I first started doing it. All of a sudden, I stopped listening to other music for a while. Like when I first started making music, I was just excited. Like I was making exactly what I wanted to at the time, and I was just like, I started because I was like, no one's making music exactly like this. And then I started doing it. I was like, well, I'm going to listen to it. And and obviously then as things go on, you know, you can't just keep doing that forever. Right. Um, but it, but I don't know. You, I'd never want to lose that. That if, if anything, if I'm if I'm not willing to sit and listen to it a couple times on repeat, I'm not going to post it. Because it needs to be something that I, like I'm making, at the end of the day, I'm my harshest critic and I got to please me. Yeah. And so. Exactly. Um, but I don't know. That's sort of the purpose. At the same time, it's it, you get that fulfillment of just like I did this shit. Yeah. 
And there's also like a certain like pleasure that comes for like other people being like, hey man, I really like your song. Or like, hey, I really fuck with this. And I'm like, hey, you made this? And be like, yeah, I did. And it's just like cool. Yeah, that is a it's a weird feeling at first too, especially if you're a person who's dealt with like, you know, trying to overcome the self-doubt that comes with making art and things like that. Yeah. And it it almost gets to this attitude of, you know, you're never as good or as bad as anyone says. So, you know, people compliment you and you're just like, it's almost doesn't seem real. You're like, do you really mean that? That's like, damn, that's crazy. I've never Yeah. Like there's a lot of people that'll be like, Man, your music's actually good. And that's such a backhanded compliment I to a hate degree. The word actually. Cause it's just like Okay. Fuck I, the word actually. Yeah. Compliment me or don't. Don't don't be surprised. Yeah. Don't be surprised. Like, I you, advertise you this listen shit. to music every day. Why you do, know when people are trash. What? You don't have to say actually. And, like And why do you think I'm doing this? It's not because I'm trash. Like I don't I don't I hate that like, yo, this shit was actually really good. Fuck you. I actually love that. Because I, but I've always thrived on proving people wrong. So Same. I love when people say, "Damn, that's actually good." I'm like, "You're actually right." So <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. just that's just how I like to go about things. Now, one thing I did want to ask you about because you know you mentioned you're still in school, Georgia State. Fuck Georgia State. But yeah, um, um, you're a marketing major. Correct. So I'm interested. What What are your I mean, I know people hate when they fucking ask this about school, but oh, yeah. I'm dreading it right now. Go ahead, but in, I'm, I'm interested because this does kind of correlate into, you know, getting into music and things like marketing is a very useful skill to have in yeah. the entertainment industry. So I'm yeah. interested, you know, well, which which came first? Were you like, you know, did you have your mindset on doing marketing and then you're like, OK, I'm going to take music seriously or was it, oh, I'm taking music seriously and I do marketing or have you even really tried to combine the two worlds yet? Oh, man. It's a loaded question. I it know. is a very loaded <laughs> question, but nah. Um, funny enough, originally I was gonna be a civil engineering major, mm. and then I realized I would have to take like calculus in college, and I was just like, that doesn't sound fun at all. Mm. Like testing into school, the highest math I could take was pre-calc, but because I was a business major, the highest math I needed was college algebra. So I was like, yeah, fuck that noise. I'm not doing that shit no more. I don't think I've met a single happy math major. Hey, to plug my services real quick, if you need calculus tests taken or whatever, hit my line. Uh, I got deals. I'll get you an A. Like, let's work. Anyway, I, I'm also doing uh, college algebra homework. Uh, yeah. You know oh yeah, saying? homework, all that shit. Um, all my all my freshmen, A. It's ten dollars. Ten dollars yeah. an assignment. Uh, five extra dollars if you get a C. Ten dollars if you get a B. Fifteen dollars if you get a. Today today's episode brought to you by Fuck School and. Anyway, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, so got to school and, you know, at first I was a finance major, but then I realized, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, what do you what do you do with that? You know what I'm saying? And then I was thinking about me as a person and, like, how I interact with people, and I connect a lot of different people with other people, and in a way, I view that as marketing. So I was like, that's something I'm naturally kind of just, like, gift of the gab as far as like just meeting people just like i connect people like easy so i was just like maybe i should take this into consideration and then i switched majors and then um you know after fucking around in school and having to face reality like damn i put myself in this situation you know accepting my responsibility and then i got my shit together but i still wanted to do music so i was like hmm should probably do something with this because i know for a fact this is something i could do like for the rest of my life and not feel like work so I was like, let me try to think of some ways to like you know, put it together. And, um, you know, I got a couple ideas as far as like a business plan and 
like what I want to do like down the line but I also want to get my feet wet first so that way when I do circle back to that business plan I know the ins and outs and like the do's and don'ts so I'll be like all right and I can structure my business around that and like actually help like other artists so in a perfect world what what does the marriage of these two what does the 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 end goal look like for you oh man the end goal is a lot of different end goals but like I guess the first step end goal uh mainly just getting like artists like paid properly for like their music and like finding a different way to pay them outside of like just touring and stuff because you know with this pandemic now I have to can take that in consideration like it's gonna be around for a while right so there has to be like another avenue or some way for artists to get paid for like their music and stuff mm-hmm. and you know having like a solid brand for themselves right like, as we've seen for the baby and how that went right and how it's still going because mm-hmm. he is still losing placements for like concerts from doing some dumb shit mm-hmm. but like you know just keeping that in mind i just want to be able to be able to help artists market themselves and give them control of what they're doing while simultaneously being able to back them like hey you should do this if you're trying to go that route like you know what i'm saying kind of not necessarily like you're holding their hand but you're showing them what direction to go if that makes sense right so and honestly that kind of lines up with our sort of long-term plans with this idea is that like we're in the process of platforming ourselves we provide a platform i mean you have are now going to come on you have an interview you get to promote your shit and this whole time you know we're recorded like any of these beats off youtube in the videos you know we're going to have everybody like captioned in the yeah, yeah, and, yeah and sort of big plans of being like this hub for pretty much any type of, you know if you want to do video shit yeah which i do I come do. Produ- come produce an episode you want to do you want to be a producer you want to make beats submit the shit to the show we'll play and we'll get you in front of artists like True. it that by platforming yourself you don't have to deal with these other platforms you yeah. don't have to deal with spotify or apple music or title like we yeah, are yeah. spotify and um and and who knows so, hell yeah. Yeah. I'm really table. fucking with this beat, by the way. This yeah. is really random. Well, I'm glad that you say that because you've led us now to our transition to our next part of the show. We call this segment, How Do You Feel? Because honestly, I mean, we just want to know how do you feel. And, you know, the conversation has been going so well. Yeah. But, you know, obviously the people want to come here and hear the rapping as well. So this we're going to combine the two. So Joe if Young Seppi here is going to pose a question. However, you know, maybe based off the conversation may not be, but he's just going to ask, how do you feel? Yeah. And we're just going to, we're just going to go off about it. Mm-hmm. Does that sound cool to you? Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel a tangent is due. And so I'm going to, we're going to switch it up. And the, co- the question that I pose, and this is a hot button topic for a lot of people. Uh, and I'm interested in your opinion on it. Don't get us canceled on the first episode. No, 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 none of that, none of that. I don't but let me, the guy that ruined it. Let me, let me go ahead and start this beat over again real quick because we're, we're running out of time. But if you're feeling it, let's run it back. Okay, so my question to you, how do you feel? How do you feel about people sharing food with their dog, like with their pets, but specifically dogs? How do you, how do you, how do you feel? How do you feel about that? How do you feel about food sharers? Sharing your food in general. Talk to him. Well, first I was told not to bite the hands you eat from, and you know, always gotta break bread till you feed some, and you always gotta 
make sure that your family fed and you gotta make sure that you praying over your bread and give thanks right you know this shit not gonna stay and it can go like poof blank but at the end of the day you know i don't know i don't think my dog could eat my food you know what i'm saying like we in different lanes like it'd be weird trying to give this dog human food because i don't know if it'll do them any good mm-hmm. but then again is it good for me because i'm giving it away mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like it's all it all depends on why you look and how you think and how you say but at the end of the day like i don't mind it i i encourage it to a degree be safe obviously but you know it is what it is it all ought to be and you know it is what it is it's all that it's got to be you just got to make sure don't give your dog a treat that he will eat that will kind of make him sick because you will go to jail like your name is michael vick so understand i don't feed my dogs nothing that i wouldn't throw out by the log uh i don't like to share the food but i could understand how people share that attitude because uh sometimes your dog just gives you that cute face and sometimes you just can't turn away and just say here you go you can have a little nibble and when you see him take a little bite you have a giggle (laughs) because it's cute that's just the way it is Mm. that's just the way it is what else how you feel about it you know you can look at it in in a lot of different ways Mm -hmm. because you know like i want my dogs to eat you know they gotta get that bag right we gotta get that cash and you know we gotta flip that bag and you know we gotta run that back and we making all these tracks and yeah. you know we run that shit up and we had to make that shit stack okay and i'm feeling like three stacks because i'm neon black mm. that's that shit you never seen that's that shit that's always mean uh. that's that shit that's coming clean this that shit that's off the dome this is shit that's on my mind it's that shit that's in the stone infinity rolling up all in the stone and you know this just how it go Lost my train of thought, but fuck it, let that shit go. Let it fly, let it free. Okay. And we're done. Okay. <laughs> we're out of we're out of beat. Okay. That's a I think that's a very nice place to end it. Okay. That was nice. Drums dropped out and everything. That's yeah. Nice. Do you have a dog? I do not. I want a dog so fucking bad. Mm. Like, I want a husky. Only because I can't raise a wolf. <laughs> like no one's gonna fuck with you if you have a wolf. It's like oh, that's very true. I don't know what I mean. <sighs> can you ride wolves? Can you? Can you? I, I don't know, it. but I just I gotta I gotta know. Like if you're gonna have a husky, are you willing to deal with this shit all day? Yes. All day. Is that what a real husky sounds that's like? That's a video of a husky. Huskies are some strange dogs. That's fine. I There's mean, I'm some... a strange person. We're all strange people to somebody. That's, that's beautiful. I guess. <laughs> you I know, guess. actually, no, nah, I take that back. Because there are some people that are actually strange, and it's like, you need to be in a box somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, honestly, Jonathan, what, 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 what exactly do you think you have planned for the future as far as... Um, like if you were to, where did that come from? Oh, I just I, it, it was quiet. I was gonna put on a little oh. more. Oh uh, yeah, no, it, it nice sounded too, so quiet. I was, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. 
Uh, I didn't want to blast y'all real quick, so I came in real low. I feel you. I feel you. I respect you. Okay. Um. So let's. I was about to come up with some bullshit question. I'm not gonna lie to you. So let's just. I'm, I'm always interested in digging deeper into the person. So tell me a little bit about your upbringing. Where Where exactly are you from? Uh, I'm a Georgia boy, born and raised. Okay. Um, I grew up in the Gator. Literally all of my life, and then in eighth grade on my birthday. Like my 14th birthday We moved to Sandy Springs mm-hmm. That's where I went to high school with y'all And then we moved back to Decatur after that My mom didn't want me to go to uh, school in Decatur Because it was bad Like mm-hmm. In 8th grade we took Well I went to Columbia Middle School in 8th grade And it fed right into the high school Which was right down the street And we took a tour Hallway smelled like gas mm. In my mind I'm like oh that shit cool Because this was when like Wiz Khalifa was like still out Like black and yellow was a thing Yeah, You know what I'm saying so I was just like, oh, this shit's cool. Not to my mom. She was like, yeah, no, nigga. Nice try. You're going to Sandy so Springs. Sent, so she sent you to North Springs High School? Yeah. <laughs> like, we moved out there, like, right next to the North Springs Station. Mm-hmm. And then I caught the bus and went to school. If I didn't catch the bus, I walked. Mm. Yeah. But um, life life's is life is good. How, uh... So who who all in your family were you the most musical person in your family? Who who all got was into music in the household? Uh, that kind of stretches now. Well, now that I have like more extended family. Um, but first, my I was I was in the band since I was in third grade. So what got you into like what what influenced you to get into the band or who? Um, really, more it was like my mom just wanted us to do something constructive. Mm-hmm. Like. Granted, we could have played outside, and we probably could have been more into sports, which I did. I played a lot of sports, but like, you know, it was more of it gravitated more towards me. And then I always liked music on the radio, so I always thought that you know it was just cool, like just listening to music. I was like, I can fuck with this. And then you know, having parents that have like a wide range of music as well. Mm-hmm. Like my dad, he put us he put us into hip hop, and then like my mom, she put us on like R and B and like jazz and gospel music and stuff. So I mean, not you know, my dad was a uh, deacon too, so he had gospel too. Oh wow! So were, did you grow up in the church, heavy? Yes. I'm gonna just leave it at that. No, 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 no. I, I mean, <laughs> now you, you've opened it up. Now, uh, well, well, firstly, would you consider yourself a very religious person? I would say a spiritual person. Okay. Religion, original religion has like too much of a structure that benefits one person or a select group of people rather okay. than the whole mm-hmm. of who is supposed to be of it. So that's why I say spiritual for that reason. Because anybody can be spiritual. Anybody can better themselves past this lifetime. Mm-hmm. But religion, it, it helps you. Well, it molds you to fit like a certain lifestyle that might not just be for you. Like, mm. And then on top of that, it's used in a very evil way, in my opinion. Now, being the child of a deacon, how... how- when did you come to this realization? How long did it take for you to see things like that? Mm, it wasn't even like anything like crazy or anything like that. It was just like, uh, I just got tired of going to church. Like, <laughs> you know, having to wake up every day or not every day, every Sunday at like eight, seven, eight in the morning. And That'll you're make like, you start when you're for like, another reason. You know, when you're like six uh-huh. and you wake up early on Sunday, you're just like, what the fuck? What well, you know, you know, you don't curse the but you're just like, what the fuck? What's going on? And they're just like, hey, what get did up, I do wrong? Church. Like it is. Yeah, I thought like, today was a day of rest. Exactly. I'm pretty sure God's just as up and at him at three. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, it was just like I I just got tired of going, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, of being there, I personally just didn't feel as connected to the church that I was going to. Um, 
because we we bounced churches a lot, mm-hmm. and that's just because of like our, how our family situation like played out and stuff. But I mean, it wasn't like bad or anything, but it just wasn't that good. Do like, you still go to church now? No, but I'm trying to get back into it mm-hmm. um, just for like my own personal growth, you know. Because mm-hmm. I I know I'm not perfect, right? So. I, I find no shame in saying like I should go to church mm-hmm. But like you know Again people use religion In like evil ways so like I gotta kind of weed through that and Kind of filter out like those pastors Like running like mega churches and shit mm-hmm. Like fucking like, Joe Osteen pulls up In like a Ferrari or like a Lambo or something It's like yeah nah right, right. But, like, If I find like a small little church on the hill And it's only like 60 people there max Including like the janitors and everybody Then it's like alright I might fuck with this Cause this, this feels more closely knit and it'll actually like be beneficial and that that plays into a conversation tyrone and i've been having just in general the problem that all the any type of organization runs into is scaling yeah that you can have community in 60 people Mm -hmm. it's a lot harder like how much community did you feel with georgia southern or georgia uh, georgia southern georgia state how much community did you feel with those people around you not a ton it wasn't close-knit uh see i got lucky though Cause this you had well you had your friend group but like yeah okay okay any okay. random person walking by on the street at Georgia State what kind did you feel any type of community your brothership or any type of to be honest it felt like North Springs Part Two and I wanted to get away from North Springs for a reason so it was just like uh, I'm gonna avoid you on purpose and, like Kari Kari was the only exception but I didn't see him that often so it was just like all right and and so that's the thing once you once you it's so much harder to maintain a community the more people that you bring into it that you yeah. know you got your group of friends y'all are really tight yeah who the fuck is that guy i don't care like i don't care about this guy and yeah. that's where you run in with organized religion when they start scaling it up ten thousand people you don't even know the people in your church why are we here why are we doing this like yeah. they're that that sort of that kinship that's supposed to come with these type of things is lost yeah and it, it's lost as you blow things up mm-hmm. and and i don't know yeah, because, like, even with, like, my mom, like, she'll have, like, her Sunday school class, but that's the only thing she attends. Like, mm-hmm. well, granted, obviously, because COVID, we can't just go to church, but, like, you know, she'll she'll have Sunday school class, like, a Zoom call Sunday school class, like, mm-hmm. with her class, but then watch, like, a sermon from a different church. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of, like, disconnected to a degree. Are you, have are, I mean... I'm not going to say, are you aware of it? Cause I know you're aware, but like, how do you feel as toward the belief that, you know, church isn't necessarily the structure that you go into. It's not, not the building that you go into. Like church can be wherever it is that you have that, that safe space, as they like to say, if God is everywhere, church is everywhere as well. Yeah, I, I believe that. Well, believe so that, that was well. going to lead me to this question, you know, where are some of the places that you feel the most open and comfortable to, you know, express yourself and be yourself? Because, you know, now, especially with social media and everything like that, me and him have this conversation all the time about everything's wrestling. Yeah. Everybody's putting on a front for somebody in yeah. some way, shape or form. Yeah. So I'm interested, you know, where, where do you feel the most comfortable at? Do you have a place where you don't have to put on an act for yourself? Everywhere. Interesting. Because at the end of the day, I'm gonna die myself. Like, I was born myself. I'm gonna die myself. Like, I refuse to let like the rest of the world change me. Like, if I do something, it's because I wanted to do it. Or I've already had interest in it. Or I've already been like looking into it, researching it, and all that. Like, but um, dang, I forgot. You said something just now, mm-hmm. and 
I was gonna like piggyback. Say what you just said again. The safe space. Okay. Um. So, like, tying it kind of back into church and how you were saying like that God is like everywhere. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like I don't need to be physically at church to feel God. Okay. Like, I can just be like how we are now. Like, I would consider y'all my friends. So, like, me being with my friends is me being with God because like how God is to me, God is love. And God is sacrifice And if you love somebody You will sacrifice for them So like You know I'm giving up time You know my day. I ain't doing shit today But like I'm giving up time my day To be here Like right. with y'all You know what I'm saying Cause this was fun You know And Just doing things like that And just being around Other people that I care about Like to any extent Is love for me And that is love And God is love for me So that's how I feel God When I feel like The people around me You know And they're like Even if they're not In the best situation just being there for them just like hey if you need something hit me up but if not you know i'm right here mm. like if you need five bands i mean i can't get you five bands but i can get you a job you know what i'm saying like ikea always hiring you know what i'm saying like you know, do you consider yourself the strong friend yes mm. i'm not gonna lie it'd be tiring sometimes because some people got a lot of baggage and it's like i can't help you with that yeah. i can tell you what you should do but i can't help you with that you know who what do you saying? go to with your baggage that's a good point I write. That's how I started making music. Because mm. I was like, I just need a, a place to like vent that out. Granted, now now that I'm like older and like a little bit wiser, I've lived a little bit longer. Um, I started talking like being just being more open, more uh, with like my friends and stuff. Like talking to my brother, hitting people up out of the blue, like checking in on them, and you know, just kind of being more honest with like mm. how I'm feeling. And as long as you're honest with yourself, you could be honest with others and. That's like one thing I pride myself on. Hence why I said earlier, if I die, I'm gonna die myself. And that's just I what you're saying there with just like you gotta get comfortable you gotta be honest with yourself before you can be honest with other people. Right. And but and and we've talked about this too, that people are very uncomfortable with honesty in places they weren't expecting it. Yeah. That when you as your target example that when somebody comes up and you're like yeah they're like hey how are you doing today and you're like bad <laughs> and they don't people don't know what to not, say because they're not like they're not comfortable there and i found like after you know i spent like a year literally locked inside not seeing anybody yeah. and when i got back around kind of with people i'd forgotten how to like not right. be i'd forgotten how to not be honest like to socialize people would be like hey what's on your mind i'm like existential despair and dread and it's like not a good conversation like it's not that's not how people are and but it's i but when i find people that i can actually be honest around like yeah no like shit's not going well right now yeah those are the people that when shit is going well i love to share yeah that stuff with because like, like, i you i you got my honest self at the worst now you get the honest self here when things are going well. Like, and you realize the growth that comes from it. And not even just necessarily within yourself, but when you're honest with everyone around you, you inspire them to grow as well. Yeah. You know, because yeah. they see you and they're just like, damn, he was he was real enough to say X, Y and Z to me. I guess I should look at myself and be like, damn, I, I can be real with him and I can be real with other people. And then so on and so forth. It's like a, a pay it forward. Yeah. Um, type of situations but yeah that that's very real as far as like one thing you said about calling friends and you know just checking up on them and you know spending that time with them and that's something that 
I think a lot of people in our age group are starting to finally appreciate now because yeah. we're all coming from that period of we go to school every day or campus every day. You see the yeah. same people. If I didn't see you, I know I'm going to see you at the dining hall. Or exactly. I see you back in the dorm. Something like that. But yeah. now it's it's getting to that thing where you see friends like and you're like, damn. On. Or you run into friends and you're like, damn, I haven't seen you or spoken to you in X amount of years. Yeah. My parents would always say, like, there's some old people watching this, I'm like, yeah. you kids don't know shit <laughs> about life yet. But I remember just growing up, like, my parents, like, some friend would be coming in from out of town. They're like, I haven't seen this person in 10 years. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm eight. And I'm like, what does that mean? But literally every person I've ever seen, I've seen in the last 10 years. What do you mean you haven't seen somebody in 10 years? <laughs> like, and, right. and, and that, like, I don't know, it was kind of mind-boggling until I realized that, like, one of my closest friends, my, like, my oldest friend, I hadn't seen in four years. Yeah. I hadn't, like, and I don't know, that's just, like, and it's just kind of how life, it's how it goes. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know, it was so baffling until you realize that you're on the other side of it and somewhere along the way you just like ah. you picked up whatever that concept was it didn't make sense but now it's life time is so weird bro tell me about it for real <laughs> tell me about it yeah. okay well speaking of time i think it's time we move on to our final section of the day so you know as we've gone through you you've noticed the difficulty has picked up a little bit so on this last one we're gonna end it with a bang so Uh, What we've done, we've spent time on this last segment to construct our own sort of game, if you will, (laughs) for 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 the rapping and the freestyling. So this game we're about to play is entitled Crazy Eights or Eight Ball, however you feel, whatever your persuasion is. Um, And basically the concept of the game is Joseph is going to provide us a word or a phrase or whatever, but most likely a word. And I will go. Eight bars, eight measures, and try to rhyme every bar with the eight. And once I'm done, you'll pick up immediately after me and keep that same eight rhyme scheme Mm. going. And then by the time you finish, he'll have another word cooked up, and I'll pick up. And then we just keep going until somebody just craps out. Or the beat ends. Whichever comes first. Yeah. But we'll probably keep going if somebody messes up. But still. Okay. So I'm, I'm playing this off a different track. So I just like... Watch your ears for a sec. We're going to see how... Yeah, turn that down for a sec. Let's just make sure... Okay, turn it up. There we go. Okay. So, um, going with our churchy theme, I think our first rhyme should just be church. Like that. Okay. So. All right. Let's see how this goes. You made this beat, right? I just told yeah. you. That's who I think I Okay. Am. Let me take them to church. I'm about to go and put them out right from the dirt. I'm about to kill them, put them straight onto the shirt. No, I'm going crazy. No, I'm going berserk. No, I'm about to go fill them up now that he hurt. No, he see I'm half man, half God, call me Herc. But I'm about to go and just get in my purse. Pass it to my boy. No, he about to get in his purse. Now I'm in my purse. And I had to go right, and I'm scripting all these verses, and you know we had to take them to churches, and we eating like churches, and we had to get in the bag like purses. I had to flip that bag, and we about to make it working, and you know we got it stripping like, and sh- ah, I don't know, I don't know what the fuck rhymes with churches, but wait, we're gonna it. run it back with a Cadillac. Uh, see me in the Cadillac. I'm about to go and kill it when I go on the track. 
but they know I spit the truth, all facts. Uh, no, I gotta make another fax. Like a copy machine, I just spit out the facts. No, I'm about to go and get the money, the racks. No, they see me pulling up, I never lack. Leave him hanging on the rope, hope he pick up the slack. And I'm picking up the slack, and I'm putting down the work. And we picking up the stack, cause we getting off the work. And you know we had to make sure that we run the track. Cause you know we about to pass the baton like it's whack. And we had to make sure that all the money stacked. Had to make sure to pass collection all the past weight. Had to pass all the collection plates for the work, and we make it stack double back weight. Mary. Uh, I make a girl and go and marry, but I'm not ready cause it get kinda scary. Kinda scary. Gotta ride on the beat like a fairy. Like they a know fairy. I smoked this thing like my name was Shakari, but uh, mm. no, my name ain't Larry. I knock it out the park. My name ain't Barry. So let me grant your wish like a fairy. I'm slicker than the wizard, but my name ain't Harry. Harry Potter, smoking on that Ron Weasley. Harry Potter. Uh, and to marry the bag, and you know we had to go get every. Ah, damn. Harry's a hard word, but fuck it. I'm trying to curve. I had to get it and work. Oh. There we go. There we go. Crazy nice. eights. Crazy eights, man. Crazy you you eights. made it through. I made it through. It was Thanks. tough, but Thanks. we made it. We made it. I couldn't think of nothing else that rhymed with church. <laughs> and I wasn't on no sad shit, so I couldn't just be like, yeah, I'm hurt. It was like, oh. <laughs> You did your thing, bro. You did your thing. That shit was fun. It was really... How'd you feel? How'd you feel about all that? Freestyling is fun. Freestyling is a very underrated art. Mm -hmm. And I want to get better at it just so like, like when approaching music, I can freestyle first and then whatever sticks, I'll just build around that. Right, right, right. Well, I think you did great. You handled yourself just fine. And I think we all had a really good time here today. I I would say so. This This was a really good first episode. Yeah. Thank you for letting us work out the kinks here. Like, um, yeah, man, it was really good. Um, I guess let the people know what you got coming up in the upcoming future. Where can they find you, your work, your music, and all that good stuff? Uh, well, if you search Gemini, J E M I N I I, I'm on all platforms Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, whatever you fancy, SoundCloud. And um, my girlfriend's calling me anyway. Uh, I will call her back after. But yeah, um, on all streaming platforms, uh, just dropped a new single called Alchemist. Uh, it's out now again on all platforms. On all platforms. And um, yeah, you know, I'm just out here making music. You know, I got a lot of stuff in the boat. Um, I know me and Joseph got some things. Uh, Kari's been asking me for beats for a little while now. I'm trying to get one with AJ. It's just, I'll be, I be so busy, life, you know, but it's all good. And, okay. Uh, We'll make sure we'll put all your info in the description, links and all that. Make it easy to find you. All right. Well, once again, thank you, Jonathan, for coming through. I really appreciate it. And I want to thank you all for listening. And that is going to do it for this episode. That is going to do it for this episode of The Mix Table. Uh, Tune in next time where we're going to be mixing it up. Catch you next time. Yeah. Howdy. Yeah.